<laughs> What's up, everybody? I'm Derek Elston. I'm Christian Wofford. And you're listening to the Ball from Assembly Hall podcast, episode two. What's going on, guys? We back with another episode, Ball from Assembly Hall. This is episode two. Uh, got a had a got a big week coming up. Well, had a big week coming up. Just played uh, two games. It's uh, what's the day right now? It's Tuesday. Tuesday. It's Tuesday. We played Sunday and Monday already. Got a lot to talk about today. Um, today's episode going to be full, jam packed, discussing the two previous games. Um, the first one being UConn, the second one being Louisville. Um, what's going on, Derek? Talk to me a little bit, baby. What's going on? Yeah, man, you hit on it. It's it's uh it's good to see these these tourneys, preseason tourneys. Oh uh, man, that's your fun, ain't it? Basketball all over the TV, baby. There's all nothing over, better. Dog. All nothing over. better. Yeah, no doubt, man. It's been it's been fun. I like watching these other teams. You got it, and, and the best thing about it around this time, you got it all throughout the night, bro. I was watching uh, UCLA, UCLA, and Marquette like late, bro. It's like one o'clock. You know what I'm saying? They in Maui, they still hooping. Yeah, right. So man, it's fun, man. Anytime you get games all throughout the TV. Throughout all throughout the time, man. But talk to me a little bit, bro. Give me your takeaways first. We're gonna start off with obviously the UConn, we, and and it gets better later on in the episode because we get to talk about a win. But start me off with UConn, man. Talk to me a little bit, bro. Tell me your takeaways, your thoughts, man. And you know we'll we'll bounce them off each other. You know, see, I I like me and you getting on here and talk because we're gonna give it. We're gonna be brutally honest. You know, brutal, brutal. That's the only way I know how to give it, baby. That's it. Just <laughs> that's the only way I gotta shoot see you straight. That's right. And we played it. I coached it. Uh, right. Uh, so we're seeing what we're seeing from mm-hmm. IU. And there, there's just no way around it. So far, we've seen IU against bad teams. We've seen right. IU against good teams. Right. And we've seen IU against bad high major teams. Mm-hmm. And see what? We just have a – right now, right now, we just have right. an ugly team. We haven't yep. really put anything together. Uh, right. right now we're in a crazy shooting woe. Um, and it just seems like every game is just like, I, 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 uh, I say this because Jay Williams said this and Jay Williams said when we played UConn that it was just, it, it was in the start of it, it was ugly. It was super ugly. Uh, you know, I think they went on three or it was probably three minutes where we didn't even score the ball. Uh, either team. And I was thinking to myself, you know what? After the game against UConn, I said to myself, for us, for this Indiana team, as it stands right now, if games aren't ugly, I don't know if we have a shot. I I, I honestly, I'm with you on that. I honestly think if it's not an ugly brand of basketball, bro, we can't pull it out. I don't think it's, and I'll kind of echo what you said, man. I just don't think we can generate enough buckets easy type buckets or you know what i'm saying i feel like the game has to be a a low scoring grinded out game in order for us to win right now because to be honest with you bro that's the type of players we got what i'm seeing right now you know what i'm saying those type of grinded out ugly type get in there offensive rebound type player type type players right now you know what i'm saying on our team those are the guys that's most effective and i think that's why you know, we'll get into the three-point percentage woes and the shooting woes, but I think that's just why we play like that. And I honestly don't see it changing, bro. I'm looking at Coach Woodson. You know, oh, Coach Woodson's an older guy and, you know, been in been in the league for a long time, played a lot of different styles of basketball. I don't, I'm don't. i not sure if he's just so comfortable with guys just going out there 
letting that thing go like that, Derek. I'm, yeah. I'm just being I'm just yeah. being quite honest with you. I don't know if he is because, you know, we, we, we got a lot of young guys. We're trying to teach these guys the shot spectrum on when to shoot threes and when not to shoot threes. And I think just these young guys, they don't really know. And I just don't think they're capable. You know what I'm saying? We don't want yeah. bad shooters shooting a lot of threes. Like I've right. seen, like, you don't want bad shooters shooting threes. I can't remember. I just seen somebody say a quote about that. Um, now nah, that was Kelvin Sampson just said that. Like, a lot of kids come in, think they're just going to put up a lot of threes. And like, he's like, no, I ain't got no problem telling the kid that's a bad shooter. You shouldn't be shooting. You know what I'm saying? I think that's yeah. – we don't really have, like, a lot of, like, laser laser – type guys that can just make a lot of threes at a high enough rate. Um, but I just think it's just back, back to what we've just been echoing, bro. In order for us to win games at a high level, either we just going to have to dominate the glass or make threes, bro. And yeah. playing against UConn, we got dominated on the glass. Sure did. We got dominated on the glass, bro. We didn't have one second chance opportunity. One, one second chance point. Not one. Nobody went. Nobody got fouled on the offensive rebound, bro. You know how much that blows what, my mind, bro. <laughs> bro blows bro, my mind, bro. You know what we would have been doing with Coach Cream, bro, if we oh. don't have one second chance point, there. bro. Derek, what, what was the name of the drill we used to do? Or used to sit where um, where the guy used to be at the free throw line? Uh, used to be and you just used oh, to be trying to. It just used to be me and you beating yeah, each other's ass. Yeah, it, it, you trying to get horse. to the trying to get the you horse. I can't remember the name of the drill, bro. But you'll be in that you'll be in that horse all day. I'm talking about nonstop trying to fight. That's that's unbelievable, bro. With just the inside presence we got, man. So I know if we don't dominate the glass, bro, and not make threes, it's over with for us, bro. We got no chance of winning. Yeah, and and, and, and to echo that, man, uh, UConn 15 offensive boards to R four. Um, you know, I know Khalil is not the biggest dude, but he's super long. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that he came in with this mantra of, you know, he doesn't have a motor. I haven't really seen that so far. I've seen him play good ball. I've seen him play good ball, bro, but a little bit towards the second half, he did kind of waver a little bit. I didn't really see him as much. Yeah. Now, that could, granted, that could be a lot of do, lot to do with our guard play, not being able to get him to basketball. Um, obviously, X was in foul trouble. He will we'll get on to him, bro. I don't, yeah, I know. I don't, know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know what he was doing. I don't know what he was doing the first game. But, and, you know, I think a lot of just – we kind of went away from. Him. I don't know if we really went away from him, but sometimes somehow he wouldn't asserting himself on the game. And I know for him, for the team we got, bro, he has to be assertive all throughout the game, the first half and the second half. What I think he had like eleven and nine that game or something like that. Mm-hmm. Playing against a good, you know, a good a good UConn team that's yeah. long, that's athletic, that got a lot of different guys, and I want to give him a lot of credit, bro. I don't want I don't want you know people to hear this and think that we're just a bad team. UConn's a hell of a team. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think they got a chance. Everybody was saying it on the on the um on the broadcast, but I really do believe they got a chance at you know getting back to the Final Four. You know, yeah. barring any injuries and stuff like that. So this was a this was a big test for us right now. You know what I'm saying? We're not where we want to be at all, but this was definitely a big test. Yeah, and I don't you know I don't want us to you know sit here and harp on the on the bad the whole time like I, right. I did see some good i mean hell see for 30 minutes that was a game it was it like, was i i i'll recall I, I recall i don't know what the time was but i think the game was predicated on one possession on defense where we came up with a steal xavier johnson gets the ball starts to dribble he gets it back tipped they end up getting an and one i think we didn't recover from that 
But right. throughout that, you're you're looking at in this whole time, it's like, man, this is only a seven to nine point game pretty much the entire time. Right. It just felt like at the 12 minute mark, obviously this didn't happen, but it just seemed like the guys huddled up and said like, man, we played 30, 30 really good minutes of basketball or as mm-hmm. good as it was going to get. Like, right. let's, let's pack it up and go play Louisville tomorrow. Like, right. and it was almost, it just, you know, we started settling for jump shots. It just seemed like there, everybody who touched the ball one time, there was no rotating of the ball. It was just, I got it off a pass, so I'm going to shoot it real quick. And we can't shoot right now. So it was just like, what are we doing? This was still a basketball yeah. game for the longest yeah, time. And it just was. like, I don't think they're 20 points better than us. Mm-hmm. Um, one bro, thing that I, I want to talk stuck. about Malik, man. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Bright spot. Bright I know. spot. The bright spot in all of it. I think he's taking on that. When I look around, bro, I think he's taking on that leadership role. I, I see a lot of passion in that guy's eyes. I see a lot of passion in this uh, post game, his post game, um, his post game speech. Uh, I think he really, you know, is embracing that leadership role and becoming that guy that we need. Um, so that's going to be another guy that we throwing the ball to on the block. You know what I'm saying? He can step out and shoot the ball a little bit, but I think. You know, the bread of his butter is getting over that right hook, getting over that right shoulder. Yeah. And it's un- it's unstoppable, bro. And he makes free throws at a high level. We've been making a lot of free throws at a high level, getting to that foul line. Yeah. So I definitely think that was a positive right there. Um, another another positive I want to say, Derek, you know, talking about this. I think CJ Gunn came in and played Absolutely. you know, played well. Um yeah. and you know, people on him a little bit. We was talking a little bit before the episode about his yeah. Career three point percentage now. That's I can't I can't argue that. I don't twenty seven two twenty. I can't argue that. But I'm just saying, like the guy came in, he looked engaged defensively, he guarded, um, and and, and he was a spark for us off the bench. Granted, I think that's something he can build on because we're gonna need we're gonna need some scoring off that bench. I don't know how many bench points we had that game, but I think we probably had single digit eleven, maybe something maybe. like that, maybe. maybe maybe nine or eleven off the bench. So we're gonna need that production off the bench for sure. Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of the fans, when I saw after the game, a lot of fans wanted to harp on the refs, and I don't think it was a, necessarily the best referee game. But I think what you saw referee-wise and the calls, I think that was a tournament game. And I yeah. think that's this that's what we've been talking about over the years with this C, is the fact that Big Ten struggles when they get into the tournament because they don't know how to act with different referees. Right. And so Malik being right. one of them. Malik, I don't know, I don't know time and possession, but – I think it was Newton just kind of like leaned into him a little bit, bounced off and, and got an and one. And and I could not believe it was a foul. He just stood there. He did. And, that was off the steal. That was a huge play in the game, bro. Oh, we that had a steal. Okay. That, we, we got a steal. I think X got back, back tap. And then he that was, was just kind of okay. standing there and it was kind of just in a tough situation. And they called a foul on him. That was that hurt. Yeah. So hurt. I don't think we have to worry about that being into the Big Ten. But like this is how it's refed in the tournament. Mm-hmm. So I, it just goes to show you, like, that it's a different whistle and you got to be able to adapt. And that's why I want to jump into X because, yeah, so so X is like, bro, he's too emotional for me. Like, when you pick up. Bro, I told you that, bro. <laughs> like, when you text me that, I'm like, bro, you got to stop. It's time to play basketball, bro. The the the, the antics, it's time, it's time out for that shit. It's time to play basketball, bro. Right. What, are you, what are you doing? Like. I mean, like you know that you know how they call in the fouls. Like I don't understand why you're looking like you're looking like you're surprised. Like those are fouls, bro. Especially him being a sixth year man. Like, bro, do you know what kind of confidence you can play when you go into the second half and you have one foul? 
Mm-hmm. Like you're allowed to play your crazy style of ball. And I do. I think it's a little bit out of control. I don't think that's a bad thing. I just think that's just the way he goes sometimes. Right, right, and right. I think this team needs that. But a lot of the times he's out of control. But mm-hmm. that's a lot easier to do when you only have one foul going into the second half. He picked up his second foul and then his third just because he was pissed off. It's right. like, bro, we cannot afford you to be on the bench. Like, I understand at, at any team, we can't, we definitely can't afford yeah. that. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, like, he's the only guard we got, bro, that could really beat his man one-on-one off of the dribble, get in the paint, and create for yes. other people. We'll talk about a little bit, you know, down the line of what Louisville was doing to us. But you see, like, those guys were getting in the paint, dishing, finding. X is the only guy capable of doing that for us. So we need him on the court at all times just because that's the only way we're going to be able to generate any type of easy buckets. Yeah. Anytime, any type of any buck, easy buckets we can get in the paint, and we already know we have a tough time scoring just off of the what our offense puts out right now. I think we're maybe, you know, one of the last power fives in the, in, in the country of our scoring output. You know what I'm saying? 342 in the country in three-point shooting. Like out of out of how many teams? You know what I'm saying? So we need him on the court, bro. That's the only way. I know. It's the only way. So the fact that he doesn't see that makes me really worried about what happens when we get into the Big Ten. And again, man, I think it's still early in the season. I think we're still trying to find lineups because like you said, we go out of we go out into Louisville and and you know, I don't say we shot the ball great, but we played better. It looked like we were defensively it looked like we came out with a defensive mindset no doubt we did no instead doubt we of did. scoring so mm-hmm. like it it all played like i thought the way we played against louisville the way we came out and started i thought it was okay we're seeing some improvement here but i mean you can improve all you want but if your main guys are going to go and get in foul trouble and be on the bench we don't have a chance yeah no doubt about it no doubt about it bro i'm i agree with you um and you know we can get on mckenzie and barco a little bit a lot of guys been giving him a hard time, um, but bro, I think the fact of the fact of the matter is there. I don't think he's just ready right now to 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 make that type of impact on the offensive end right now. Um, right. I'm not I'm not sure where he, you know, grew up playing at, but it, this guy, um, he's, he loses like his engagement like real fast, like in yeah. the game. You know, yeah. the ball goes to the weak side, boom, he relaxes. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't like he's not at the line, he's not at the nail. I think it's a lot of different things he gotta get better on before we can really expect anything out of him offense. You know, right now, right now I think the game is just going so fast, so yeah. fast. So you know how it is, Derek, as a freshman. Especially especially when you're a five star and you got expectations. Um you're coming in, you think you're gonna be, you know, whatever whatever I'm sure his dreams are one and done, two and done, whatever whatever the case may be, like when you get in the game and you're not productive and you're not doing what you wanna do, it just gets in your head and you get to yeah, thinking right. so much. You know what I'm saying? I think that's where this kid at right now. Instead of just reacting, he's always thinking. You, I can see it in his, in his, yeah. the way I can see it in his eyes. Like he want to just react and play right now, but I don't think he's really capable of doing it just because it's just, you know, it's the basketball in college, college basketball is just a, such a detail type game. You know what right. I'm saying? Like it's, it's a constant thinking game. Um, you know, guy, coaches are putting a lot in on you as far as you know schemes and what we're doing and how we're playing and you know you, you guarding this guy and what you want to say i think there's just a lot for him to comprehend right. right now bro right and i think that's affecting his offensive game because right now i don't think he's really you know i don't know what he's giving us he have, he's, if he's giving us anything on the offensive end right now right and i think jay williams like i think jay williams harped on it a little bit too much mm-hmm. but at the end of the day if you would think about what he was saying he was 
he was right in so many ways. Like I look at it, how we played, like I watched that game and I watched him and I saw it from the eyes of me and you being as a player and then mm-hmm. me being on the coaching staff with cream. And if you watch him the entire game, if his guy has his ball, he's in a stance, his arms are he's out. Engaged. Yeah, right, he's engaged. Right, the right. second that ball gets out of his man's hands, my man is standing so straight up mm-hmm. staring at where the ball currently is and we used to back cut those dudes, back cut, oh, back man. cut, back cut. Oh, man, no doubt. So so I'm thinking in my head, like, man, when we get into the Big Ten and something like a painter, you know, Izzo, some of these guys really start to scout, I think you're going to get to a point where if Mbako keeps this up, you cannot afford to have him on the court. So right. for, for me, it's the attention to detail from him. Like you said, you're a freshman. You've got all these expectations this this is just like turning, turning, turning. Right. And it's really hard to turn that off because you know you have to be in a certain position and you know you're running a certain play. If he can't pick that up quicker than he's doing it right now, right. he's actually affecting this team way more than he is. It, it just it's right. it's just I just don't think it's gonna work out for him this year. You're right, right, right. And I and and that's tough because we know how the transfer portal is. I'm not saying he's gonna leave, but I'm you know, you got to know he's, his family and, and his peers and everybody around him got expectations. Or he came in, he came to Indiana to perform at a high level, right? And it's just unfortunate if he can't do that. Now, do I, do I, does that mean he won't go on and go to the league and have a great 10, 12 year career? That doesn't mean that at all. Right now, I just think it's just a lot going on, and I think, you know, but I do think this. I will, I will say this: him playing is the only way he's going to get better at that, right? Um, um, you you got to play him. I mean, coach, coach still starting him. I don't think you can, you know, kids, bro, kids confidence these days are so delicate I know. that you can't really do, you know what I'm saying? You can't really just sit him down and scold him and kids ain't brought up that way these days, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, yeah. it's a different time we living in. Uh, you know, we used to be at my coaches used to be able to motherfucker us and talk to us crazy and do all that. It's a different time. We in there. These dudes are getting paid. Crazy, you know what I'm saying? Like they ain't finna just sit there and just take, right? Take the embarrassment, take the, you know, what I'm saying the punishment, and you know what I'm saying how, how we was brought up playing and stuff like that. It's a totally different time, bro. So I think coaches doing a great job at still letting them play, mm-hmm. still starting them, um, and you know let him. You gotta let a kid like that play through his mistakes. You know, not at the, not at the, at the, you know, at the point of where it hurt the team. We're not in the Big Ten right now. It's still early. So mm-hmm. I think we can still, you know, get through those points. Because granted, bro, I don't, I don't think right now. I don't. I just think UConn's a better team than us. Yes. No, I don't care what he did. Like he could have came out and been awesome. I still think we lose that game. Yeah. Just because they're a better team than us right now. You know, obviously their their nucleus is 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 way better connected than we are right now. But um, I think we just got to let him play through his mistakes, bro. Um, yeah. And we're gonna. And I think you saw that. I, th- I think yeah. you saw that when you moved into Louisville game. I think I, a little bit of me thought like the game had just slowed down. A lot of me, for me, when you're that guy and you see, hey, this is a number five team in the country, like, you know, that's got so much hype and you got so much energy going on. You're, you're in the layup lines and you're doing stuff a little extra just because of the hype. I think mm-hmm. the Louisville game, okay, we had just lost. Right. Louisville's not very good. They just got beat at the buzzer. So it just... I I just I think that the game for a second for him for CJ Gunn too I think CJ Mm -hmm. Gunn got a little confidence in that game but I think Louisville was a good game for these guys to just kind of like 
slow down. Okay, yesterday is done. Yesterday was super hyped. Right. Now we can just kind of get back to playing basketball. And mm-hmm. like we talked about earlier, I saw a lot of good spots. For me, going back to what you talked about with CJ, for CJ Gunn, I think it was perfect for him. And thank God we got the win because, again, it was a very, very ugly game for us to have a 10-point mm-hmm. lead and then to give that up. But right. for these young guys, and now you're looking at it from, okay, we got the win. So, okay, let's digest the win. Let's digest what we did well. I think CJ right. Gunn going into the garden, hitting mm-hmm. a couple shots against UConn, knocking down shots against Louisville for what you were just saying with these young guys and their confidence. Like now you go back home to your home court where you practice every day. Right. I mean, bro, that rim gets a little bit bigger. And now you have that confidence of, dude, I just did this in Madison square garden. Like Mm -hmm. I can go back home to assembly where I practice every day and knock down shots. No doubt about it. Especially against, well, you know, the, 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 Previous national champion, you, you know what I'm saying? UConn, you played well, you, you defended, you guarded uh, with tough guards. You know what I'm saying? They got, yeah. Their guards are, are great guards. But, you know, transitioning to the Louisville game, bro, I just think – I got one thing to say, man. Shout out to the 2-3 zone, man, because that was the only way we won it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only way we won that game, bro. Yes. And I think co- the coaches did a hell of a job of when they went to it. Like, like you know how – like, we didn't give them a heavy dose of it early. So they could really be, you know what I'm saying? The coaches yeah. have a chance to really draw up and get their sets going and stuff like that. But when we jumped to it, it was the perfect time because they had no idea it was coming. They we didn't had know what no to idea do. it was coming. <laughs> we, we, nobody, nobody. <laughs> but I, well, I tell you, well, we might be a, we might be a two, three team this year. We might fuck around, and be Syracuse or something, man. The way we, the way we played that zone, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. As long as we, which we did a great job at rebounding out of it. I'm talking about it's totally neutralized Louisville's guards, bro. They didn't know what to do. Um, guys didn't know what to do. Um, they taking ill-advised shots. We, we rebounding the basketball and we playing through the paint at the end. You know, Malik, Malik came in. I mean, I know he was in foul trouble again that game mm-hmm. just because it was so much guard penetration and, and, you know, putting pressure on the rim. He was in a little foul trouble, but boy, down the stretch when we needed him, we went to the well and he delivered. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I think that's, that's, that's what you want in the leader. That's what you want as a, as a guy that's continued to develop his game and stuff like that. We went to him, and he and he delivered for us. Yeah, and I think on the flip side of that, too, see, if you're in the Big Ten and you don't two three zone us, you will probably lose your job. I would assume. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't understand. I, I, I don't. I haven't seen. I haven't seen nobody make enough shots for them not to two three us. I mean, I would. I would expect for the coaching staff to know that's coming. Like at this point, you know. Here, the problem with what I saw this weekend, see. Yeah, Sunday and, and Monday. The problem is not guys forcing up shots and missing mm-hmm. them. I'm not sure you get more open when you're in the gym by yourself. Mm-hmm. Like some of these shots we are missing, it's wide no, open. There's nobody within six, 10 feet of you. And okay. that's, that's, and I know Madison Square Garden, bro. If you've never played at Madison Square Garden, the stands kind of like, they don't go straight up like Ohio. No, State. they kind of expand like a little, you know. So you don't have a backdrop to shoot against, and I understand right. that. But I didn't see much better playing against Army or Florida Gulf Coast. So <laughs> nah, I, I'm telling you, bro. I, I really think that's just who we are. I, I want to tell these IU fans, man, everybody, and everybody that's looking into the program. That's just not who we are right now. We're not going to be a high volume three point shooting team. I think eventually, I think Coach Woodson would like to get there, but with the personnel that we have. 
the the guys that we have, we're just not going to be a, a high volume three point shooting team. And I know it's Indiana, bro. Like like they're known for shooters. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and that's that's the culture. Like like <laughs> when you look at when you look at Indiana yeah. guys, bro, most of them can shoot the basketball. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's just that's just not where we're at offensively, bro. Right now, you know. We just got to figure figure out a way to win. I think our bench came in and provided and gave us a boost. Anthony Walker made a sighting. Sparks, Played, yeah, Sparks, yeah. Let's talk about let's talk about him, bro. When we got a lot of guys in foul trouble, he made a he made a hell of a uh, impact on the game. Just getting out in transition, dunks on that block. Uh, I think it's I think it's getting to the point where college basketball is like this, bro. If you can play. If you can play at any level, if you can play in the MAC, if you can play in, in the SoCon, if you can play in the Conference USA, if you're impactful in there, you can come. You can come make an impact on a, on a Power Five school too. No and doubt. We're seeing that, and we're seeing that with with Peyton, with Peyton Sparks, bro. It's kind of like that confidence thing. When you know you can play, you can play. It don't matter right. who's out there on the court. Right. So I think you know that that was huge for us for sure. I just think that man, you look across you look across college basketball, and you see all you hear. All the oh, he transferred from here, transferred from there. He's a transfer from it. It's like these dudes are coming from schools I've never even heard of, and they're putting yep. up twenty a game. And it's like, man, yep. what do we do? Like, how do we get one of those guys that comes in and just brings like, or just exudes just confidence when he comes on the court? Because I don't know. Right. I, I when's the last guy that we got to transfer in that was just like, holy shit, this dude's real. I don't know. That's a good question, dude. I don't, I don't, I don't know if we've ever had too much luck with transfers. I don't think um, we have. Yeah. Um, I mean, the jury's still out. Maybe Anthony. Maybe Anthony can 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 maybe. be that for us. Maybe Anthony Walker can come in and and be a guy that you know come off the bench, averaging eight to ten points a game because we're gonna need that. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I like like Caleb Banks came in off the bench, impacted the game. I know he only had four points, but he impacted the game. In a lot of different ways, that was the best game I really seen him play as a you know in a Hoosier. Oh, yeah. and he only scored four points. Did a lot of different things on the court. Um, and we need guys to really find ways of impacting the game without scoring the basketball. You know what I'm saying right now, just because it's just so hard. It's so hard for us to score. Like very few easy buckets, and it's just gonna be tough for us. But man, he he came in and grabbed eight rebounds, had a couple blocks, had a couple steals. Yeah. So shout out to Caleb Banks, man. We're gonna definitely need that going forward. Yeah. I think for us, see, I think it's just what it is. It, it is what it is with this team, man. It's it's. Right. We said it in the beginning of this podcast, and I'm going to say it at the end. Like, this is just going to be and, – and, you know, mind you, I know that there's going to be some games in the Big Ten where things just click and you're playing at a high level and you're wondering why we haven't been able to do it all season long. Right. But I think the majority of the season is just going to be knock down, drag out, 55, 65 points, and hope to God we get more stops than the other team. I, right. I, it's, I just think that's what it is. I, I think we've got, I think we, like I said, we're at game number five right now. That's a large enough sample size to where I think that's where we know what kind of, that's, I think that's where we, we know what, we, what kind of team we got, man. So obviously, we still locked in. We got a long season to go. Um, and I, I've seen teams get better at a crazy rate. And I think, you know what I'm saying, hopefully we're one of those teams that can lock in and continue to get better. Uh, we don't get no easier for us. we got a good Harvard team coming into Bloomington. Yeah. You know how them, you know how those type, type teams are, bro. Hell of, hell of a good team, you know what I'm saying? Had, yeah. had, had, had success in the tournament before. 
Um, it's a dangerous team. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's not going to be an easy test for us. And then we, and then we get, we go what after that? What we got? We go right into the Big Ten. Yeah, yeah. we got Maryland. So Maryland. We're gonna, you know, things are going to start pretty fast for us, bro. But hey, the object of the game is to win. Right now, we're four one. We'll take it. Take it. Um, we we could have we could have folded the tent against going in Louisville. You know what I'm saying? And then hung our heads off the UConn win. I mean, off the UConn loss. But we'll, we'll take what we did, man. So. It's gonna be it's gonna be a grind for sure, but we're gonna keep grinding it out, um, and that's it, man. Yeah, that's it. I think if it's gonna be an ugly season, see, we want to be on the right side of the ugly, baby. Yeah, let's make it. Let's make if we if we gotta muck the game up, bro, make it ugly. Let's 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 do it. Hey, and let's and let's embrace it. It's not your typical, you know, IU team, but hey, man, you know, we, we maybe if we can be successful doing it, why not, man? So, right. um, I think that concludes the episode. Episode two. Ball from Assembly Hall. Follow us on all social platforms. We'll be reaching out to you guys soon. Um, oh, so also I want to give a shout out to my boy Victor Oladipo at the game. Yeah. Came in, came in and gave them boys a hell of a speech and you know talked about the tradition and what it means to um have been Indiana on the front of their chest, man. So I want to shout out him for that. Uh, that's huge. Them guys, I know them guys look up to him a lot, and um, you know what I'm saying. That's big time. Yeah, that's big time. Love seeing Vic back coming back. Right. No doubt. All right, fellas, we out. We out, baby.